greetings, beautiful people, and welcome to the Bad Thought Therapy family. I am so happy that you have joined us. I appreciate you listening, and I hope that you are healthy, that you have joy, have peace, you have all of your needs met, and I'm just so thankful, thankful, thankful that you are listening. So, Without much further ado, let's get started. I'm going to title this episode, True Motives, Understanding the Idaho Tragedy, True Motives. Now, if you're new to bad thought therapy, you have to understand that I talk a lot about spiritual issues, and it's one of the root causes for a lot of problems that we have in our society. And the reason why these problems are not improving, they're not being solved, is because we're not addressing the root cause. We address the symptoms and we don't get deep into why the real motive, the real reason why we have so many mass murders. I read something um, the other day that said, I think it was the 140 something mad that the one after the one that happened in Texas, another killing there in Texas, just brutal, senseless killing of five innocent people. Um, that that was the 140-something mass killing in the United States. And I, it's just a marvel because only four months have passed. And the reason why this keeps happening, and it will continue to happen, um, because we're not addressing the root cause. The root cause is not mental illness. Just recently you had the parents of the murderer in Kentucky to do an interview where they talked about his mental illness. And according to the article, the young man was taking medication and he was going to a psychiatrist or psychologist, and yet he still went to that bank and he slaughtered people. And the motive was not mental illness. And I'm going to talk about the motive, the true motive. And the Idaho case is the, the one case where I really saw it just right off. And I said, you know, I don't know, law enforcement probably will not listen to me. And because they are trained professionally to look at more of a psychological profile, which this is psychological, it is all connected. So before I begin, I want to talk about what I mean when I say spiritual, because the root cause of this is something spiritual. When I say spiritual, I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about whether you're Christian or Buddhist or Muslim or Hindu. That's not what I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about um, any kind of um, set, you know, rules and regulations. When I say spiritual, I'm talking about the part of our humanity that deals with the inside of us. So this would encompass our emotions, our feelings, of course, emotions of the synonyms, our thoughts, our attitudes, our values, our belief systems, um, and the way we, our coping skills, these things that are intangible, but they make up a part of us that I would call the spiritual side. And many times when we're looking at issues like this, we don't look at that part because we sort of dismiss it as religion. It can be connected to religion, but it doesn't necessarily have to could be connected because we're all spiritual whether we are religious or not and so there are certain aspects of our spirituality that are not explored in the mainstream because again 
we dismiss it and we just say it's, it's religious. But I've talked about something called spiritual warfare. And some of you may be familiar with that term and some of you may be not, may not be, so I want to just kind of clarify. But there's a real dark force in the world, in the atmosphere. And there's a real force of light and good. And when people are not connected to the source of light and good, and we do happen to call that source God or the creator, then that force of darkness will be able to have more power. And it's just like any fight that you're in. If you, you know, if somebody has a gun and you don't have a gun, you're at a disadvantage. Because in order for you to defeat your enemy, you have to have the same weapons or better than your enemy. So when the enemy is really something spiritual and you're not dealing with the spiritual issues, you are going to lose. And that is what is happening. We are losing. Innocent people are being killed every single day because we dismiss this. Now, I have thought about how we how do we have how do we address this? Um, you know, some people would just say it's the devil, it's the demon inside. You know, that's very simplistic. It's a little bit deeper than that. And but but we dismiss that, but there's that's there's an element of truth to that. And it, because we're not dealing with it, we're not stopping it. So some people would just say, well, it's the devil inside, and you know, they just possess. And then other people will use this term mental illness. What's interesting is, I don't care what anybody says, I am not a psychiatrist. Real mental illness is when you kill yourself. When you go and you kill, just like in Texas, you go and kill other people. But then you try to hide because you don't want to face the consequences. That's not mental illness. When you go in a church and you slaughter, you slaughter innocent people who probably prayed for you. That wasn't mental illness. It and there's a there's a spirit that I want to talk about, an aspect of our spirituality that does not get, like I said, it doesn't get talked about. I know when the FBI in the Idaho case, when they didn't have a suspect and they were trying to do what they call profiling and figure out, you know, who this guy probably is or was, they have their own techniques. But I'm going to tell you something. When I first saw this story, and it just really hit me, it just bothered me. It was so painful, and my heart just aches for the parents and the family members who had to endure this because these were four beautiful, intelligent, kind people. And I'm going to tell you why they were killed. What the real motive was is because the killer was simply miserable and disturbed by all their goodness. There is a spiritual part of us that drives us to do certain things. When you're filled with darkness, you don't want light to glow. You don't like happy people. You don't like goodness. And it's to the point where you're disturbed, so disturbed, that you would do something to stop that light from shining and it's really full possession and we think of possession something out of a movie like the exorcist where the person is you know maybe vomiting and speaking other languages no that is pure possession because that man who the suspect in idaho he went into that home there were six people in the home is what i understand and he killed four people and he stabbed them to death and he knew what he was doing and I say that at some point their paths had crossed 
They might not have known him, but he saw them and they were happy. They were beautiful. They had people that loved them. They looked great. Everything was going well. Those children, those young people had so much going on for themselves and they had bright futures. And that darkness is so powerful, they cannot stand it. And there are people that, and in this, I know it sounds a little crazy, you know, if you're not into, you know, you don't understand this realm, but that is why he killed them, simply because they were good. And he did not, could not stand their goodness. I'm going to give you another example. Um, again, he didn't kill himself. He went in that house and he stabbed those four people to death. And then he turned around and tried to do everything he could to cover his cat tracks. If he was a real mentally ill person, he would have just shot himself or killed himself, stabbed himself or something. He didn't. Because evil wants to hurt others, but they don't want to be hurt. They want to preserve their own lives, but they want to take lives. They want to take out and destroy life. But they want to exist. And that is the spiritual darkness and demonic forces that when they come in and they possess a person, that's what they do. So just like in Texas, this man, from what the stories, the news report, you, the, the, the one family went to the man's home and said, hey, could you stop shooting? Because my baby's trying to go to sleep, scaring the baby. It was late at night. And all the man had to do was put the gun away. That's so all he had to do was just say, you know what? I'm going to put this gun down. Instead, he went back to this home and he shot all these people, the women, the women actually protected the children. There could have been more casualties, but in fatalities, but the women, obviously, from what the um, news reports are saying, they shielded the children to protect some of the children. An eight-year-old child was slaughtered. But you know what he didn't do? He didn't kill himself. Now he's on the lamb. He's, they can't find him. They have an $80,000 reward. But see, he, those people probably were happy that together in a family, living again, every time you see goodness, you see family, you see warmth, you see unity, you're going to have some people when that darkness is in them, they are so disturbed it, because it's spiritual. It's darkness that has consumed them. And what they could have done, like the man could just put the gun away and went to bed. He could have just gone to bed. Instead, he had to destroy that. The babies, the the you know, you think about a love home with babies, you think about joy and this life. No. The enemy wants to destroy that life. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. In the Idaho case, when I saw I saw this picture, they had a few photos of the young people that were killed. God bless their families and strengthened them and helped them to get any family that's grieving. But when I saw them, I thought, whoever killed them, they saw them and, and they were so disturbed by their light because those children were filled with light. And they were so disturbed and their paths must have crossed. He went out of his way to kill those four because the, I know, you know, again, it's going to sound a little crazy. He was possessed. The guy in the church that went in there, he didn't kill himself. If anything, some people would argue there were some people he should have killed. What about the people that failed him? No, he didn't go kill them because they're already miserable. They're already dark. So he's not trying to kill darkness because darkness loves more darkness. He killed people in a church that prayed for him. Look at the young man in Parkland and the, the where he went into the high school 
they said that there were different reports about this. This sometimes the media keeps out certain details. I had heard that the, the killer in this in Florida that he had been shooting guns. He didn't shoot any of his neighbors. He didn't kill them. Because you know what? Not one of them told the police and said, look, I'm concerned. He's shooting his gun. He's going to hurt somebody. I know he told somebody that he had the, the thirst, the blood thirst to kill somebody. Nobody said anything. You know why he didn't kill them? Because they're miserable too. You know what he did? He went to a school where there were children who were happy, who had futures, who had parents that loved them who were getting ready to go to college and, and and he didn't have any of those things. And so instead of dealing with himself so that he could get healing and be happy and find out how to be happy, he wanted to wipe out and make them be miserable because he was so miserable. And I think he said that. I think he actually said that. But this is a motive. You People are looking for a motive sometimes. And I'm here to tell you it's a spiritual motive. Some people are so dark that they literally, they're tormented by goodness. And that's what happened. Those young people in Idaho were so good. when that, Even though that guy, the, the, the suspect, was in college, you know, working on Dr. Reed, that guy was miserable. He hated himself. He hated how he looked. He hated his life. And he didn't know that he didn't have to be that way. But that's what the enemy would do if you're not feeding yourself with light. I've said this a thousand times on this podcast. Whatever you put in you is the only thing that can come out of your life. Whether it is through your talk, whether it is through your actions, your thoughts, you have to put good things in you. You have to be every day working on making sure that you're putting light in you. Because if you don't put light in you, Darkness will find the perfect home to dwell and to grow and to then have you. Now, this guy, I know he's definitely going to get the death penalty. And who would argue that we should spare his life? He took four innocent people's lives. And I'm not a person, you know, I'm not normally a person. I'm kind of on the fence with capital punishment, you know, an eye for an eye. But he is a threat to society because he didn't say he did it. He has, he said, he's, I think he's claimed that he is not guilty. That doesn't mean you're innocent. But that's why he killed him. Because he was so miserable and he hated his life and he hated himself. Take the case that happened. We mentioned the case in Florida. And I'm going to mention the case that happened. Another disturbing case where a young man went into the grocery store in New York. Buffalo, I think it was Buffalo, New York. He went to this grocery store. He didn't kill himself. He didn't kill other people that were miserable too. No, he killed happy people that were in the grocery store, going shopping, buying food for their families, living their lives, because that's what the spirit of misery does. Misery hates goodness, light, joy, peace, prosperity. He hates all of that. That's that spirit. And that young man, same thing, and I don't think he's going to get the death penalty. He will be in prison without the possibility of parole. But he could have killed a lot of things. You know what he did? He went and killed people, innocent people. And that's spiritual. No, there's no motive. Nobody did anything. And even if somebody, you know, people say, well, what is the motive? Like, if they did something, 
then does that mean they're supposed to be able to die or they're supposed to die? They, it's okay to shoot? No, it's no motive. There is no reason to take human life unless your life is being threatened and you need to protect yourself and it's for self-defense. But that is why they kill. Over and over and over, you have these stories and that was the motive in Idaho. It was his misery. So the question is, how do we stop this? How do we stop this? Number one, you know, I work with young people. And if you're not new to the show, you know, I've been a teacher for over 30 years. And I have worked with children from all over the world, all race, different races. I've taught black children, white children, children, Indian children from the islands, from Central America, South America. I've just taught so many different children over, over the years. And I'm telling you right now that inside of people, when they're born, there's like this spiritual monitor. And in order to activate that monitor, you have to, parents have to do something. They have to directly teach children what is right and wrong, how to respect life, how to overcome their jealousy. Because that spirit too is involved when you're you're so miserable and instead of focusing on yourself, you're looking at what this person has or what this person is doing. And really, you could be happy too, but that's that spirit because it's so miserable. It's, it consumes a person. It takes over to the point where they end up doing something to hurt other people. Interestingly, in, in the situation in Kentucky, the young man told his roommate that he was going to the bank. The room, I don't know if the roommate immediately called 911. The guy said by phone, the killer in Kentucky called, let him know that he was going to kill people in the bank. He told the young man's mother. The mother called the police. Now they're talking about his mental illness. Apparently a year before he was having panic attack. Mental illness does not lead people to kill. They're, listen, I told you about my business. Every day I saw people talk to themselves. Curse out themselves. Mental illness is not a reason for violence. It again is because when people are miserable, the young man was miserable. And instead of learning how to work through that himself, he went to a bank where people weren't miserable, where they were doing well, where they had lived and they, they might have had money and they, they might have been able to work through their problems. Because this is the thing, everybody has problems. Everybody, anxiety is an emotion. It doesn't become clinical until it is not managed. It is not dealt with. And so there are many reasons that mental illness happens, but that wasn't mental illness because he didn't shoot himself. He didn't shoot anybody. He just shot the people that were happy. That is selective. That's how you know that the motive is miserable, misery because they are selective. The guy in, in South Carolina, he didn't shoot anybody in his family. Same thing in the one in Boston. They didn't do that. You know what they did? They went and shot innocent, happy people or good people because that's what your enemy will do. We have to begin, and I'm going to tell you this is this is serious right here. This, there's a crisis right now. We are going to have to begin from the time children are born to teach them a sense of respect for human life and we need to teach them life skills coping skills and I'm not saying you know they came I used to do this organically in my classroom as a teacher and I still do but like they came up with these programs SEL 
where you got to stop and do it. That's not organic. What you do is you address things as you see them happening and you start to deal with them and you talk about them and you teach children how to work through. Because I'm going to tell you right now, this is just pure evil. It's a spirit of darkness. And that's why that young man killed. There's no motive other than that. That's why he killed those beautiful, innocent young people in Idaho. That is the reason why this man killed these people in Texas. Same reason for the bank. When misery and the spirit of evil comes in you, you're not trying to wipe out other evil people. You're trying, and you don't even take yourself out. You're trying to destroy goodness. If you're mentally ill, it's nothing that would make you say, you know what, I'm going to go. First of all, he went and bought a gun. That's interesting. Out of all the things he could have bought, at first there was a report that he was going to get fired from his job. Okay? You need your money. Why you go spending it on a gun? It's, it, it's, this is amazing. You got, I'm telling you, that's not mentally, that's not mental illness. You went and bought a gun to not kill yourself, but to kill other people. Now they're saying that he wasn't going to get fired. I don't know if that was a, some kind of false report and we never know and maybe the bank didn't want to say that because they didn't want to focus on you made them do it because we live in a weird society like okay people get fired every day and there's usually a good reason when you're fired and looking at his circumstances he probably got a lot of chances some of us don't get chances like that if I I mess up as a black woman I'm not going to get a second third chance I have to dot every I and cross every T And so some people get all these different privileges and they have so much. And it's because of evil, because that spirit of darkness. So that's one thing we got to do. We have to begin to teach our young people. Does that mean that every person won't resort to violence or evil? Absolutely. Some people will still do it even if you're teaching them. But I believe that it can reduce the violence that we see when people learn how to respect. Now, here's the challenge, though. And I had a conversation with one of my students about this. Sometimes you you can't teach a student. You know, you can't teach children that won't listen to you. When you're, you almost have to teach children how to listen and how to learn and the value of that because you're trying to tell them something. And I know that I didn't always listen to people, adult people, trying to tell me things. But I definitely didn't get into a verbal match with them. I didn't do that. Because I understood that, you know, at least I need to think about what they're saying. Right at, in the beginning or initially, I may not agree. We've got to teach that. What was, in the Kentucky case, what was the psychiatrist telling him? He was on medication and he was talking to a psychiatrist. We got a lot of cases like that and they still go out and kill. They still destroy and that's because the motive is spiritual. What do you say to a person? This is something that I'm asking more than I know. But what do you say to a person that says, you know, I'm feeling, I'm having a panic attack, or I'm feeling anxiety? What do you say to that person? You guys, you know, I'm, I know that we're not clinicians, but you better start asking questions. You know, like, what are you feeling? What, take some time to ask them. And you need to just directly tell them, whatever you do, I just want you to know, you don't have to hurt yourself anybody else you know they may again they still may go out and do it but I just wonder what are people saying to people 
that you're going through something and then your only solution is to go and slaughter five people or people. If that's your only solution, I'm telling you, it's not mental illness. It is spiritual. That demon is real. So here's some things you got to do. Number one, you have to begin to understand spiritual matters. Because if you don't understand the cause, you cannot solve the problem. You have to understand that is the root cause of that killing in Idaho, that killing in Kentucky, the killing in that South Carolina church, and I can keep going. It is a spiritual issue. We have to begin to teach people, if you don't put good in you, it's not coming out. I have seen people watch certain things from the time they wake up to the time they go to bed. And let me tell you, I've seen how it's influenced them. Because what they were trying to do is reenact what they saw. And in the the end, all it leads to is pain and suffering for them. Not only in a physical way, but in the end, spiritually, if they have not repented and stopped that, it's only going to lead to their soul being lost. And it doesn't have to be like that. We gotta teach children how to put good stuff in them. Even social media, all social media is not bad. You know, all television is not bad. You have to teach them how to be mindful of that. And we have to teach them how to engage in spiritual matters for themselves. It's all about connection. It's not about religion. I'm not I used to be a religious person where I would go to church and I would go to Bible study and I would read my Bible and The thing that I learned from that is, number one, when I was doing all that, everything I learned about God, I learned through another person. And then my practices were more ritualistic and there were things I had to do if I didn't do it and I was a bad person or I wasn't doing something right. And some things I was trying to do, but I just didn't understand because it was hard for me to do. It's like, you know, give me a certain amount of money and I'm broke. I don't, you know, how am I going to do this? And so just things like that. And see, I got free from that. I had, a, I had a situation where God began to deal with me. And so when I say spirituality, what I mean is you connect with the creator of everything, the creator of this world. And you connect in a very personal way, in a very individualized way. And I know some religious people hate when people say people like me say stuff like this. But then I know people that go to church every Sunday, go to prayer meetings and all that. And if you ask them anything, well, you know, what did God say or any spiritual thing? There's no there's no God. It's just all religion. And that's that's dangerous. And that's why religion religion does not work unless you have the connection and unless it's good religion. But we need to teach you how to connect prayer being that that spirit can be felt it's not tangible but it's real and it can be felt and it and just like in take people also when they when a voice tells them to do something like go buy a gun or go to a school and shoot people or go to the bank and shoot people tell them that that voice that they don't have to listen to that voice i told you all about my experience when i was a middle school teacher some years ago and um you know some of these children were um, under the counselor's care and they were you know contemplating suicide or had suicidal ideations and I started talking to them and I discovered I'm going to finish that that series of the reasons why they wanted to commit suicide is not what people think 
And what I really, and this is deep, when I started talking about those voices, they all shared things like, well, a voice told me to do this, a voice told me to do that. And many times the voice told them to hurt people or hurt themselves. And what I taught them was that you don't have, whatever voice is telling you, baby, you don't have to listen to it. You don't have to follow it. And if the truth be told, we have those thoughts, and I don't know why they come, where they come from, where a voice, it seems like it's a voice because it's really just seems, not it's a thought, but it seems like out of a thought. We're telling you to do something that's absolutely crazy, and you know it shocks you, but guess what? You don't have to listen to it. Just something as, I bet you, not one of those children will ever commit suicide. And I guarantee you that not one of them will kill another person or hurt another person. Not intentionally, not maliciously. That's not that's not going to happen. So if you want to know the motives, that's what the real motive was. It's spiritual. The red light is on. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to go. Peace and abundant blessings to you and your family always. Take care. I'm Sheree Hardy. This is Bad Thought Therapy.